everybody. Yep, it's Sunday, and what a beautiful Sunday it is. So hopefully you got some good questions for me today. And um, uh, yesterday uh, melted, and then about 6 o'clock, the winds came in. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was up at, uh, I was working Good Neighbor Days yesterday. It's our big doings up in Hugo. So if you've got time, go on up there, go on some carny rides, uh, see the craft fair, stop at the beer garden. I won't be there till about 3, well, since, well 2.30, 3 o'clock, because I'm co- going right there to there from here. So, because uh, we got the ceremonies as far as scholarships given out, uh, Good Neighbor, Hugo, Good Neighbor of uh, 2020. 20- 23. Uh, the good neighbors this year for beautiful Hugo is uh, Rick Gregoire and his brother Jimmy Gregoire. And they're uh, fourth generations uh, in Hugo. And Jimmy and uh, Rick, Rick works for the, has a full time job. He's a machinist, but he also is a volunteer for the Hugo Fire Department. And then uh, Jimmy Gregoire is a uh, same fourth generation as his brother, obviously. <laughs> and anyway, um, and he uh, does cement construction, does a little bit of uh, mechanical. He's, 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 he's cool. And Jimmy's got a, a booth up there at the craft booth. He takes horseshoes and makes the neatest things. He's makes he's got the cutest elephant that you oh, I'm going to I'm going to get it. <laughs> but what he did for me with my uh, buddy Jake, my horse uh left, he made a beautiful angel. It stands probably about oh, 3 feet high and it's got, you know, the wings out of it. It's all out of horseshoes. Cool. And then the arms is holding like a, like a, a prayer book or, a, you know, a Bible or whatever. Yeah. It's really, it, it's so pretty. I don't, you know, uh, Jake is buried out back. And I, um, it's so pretty, I don't want to have to go way back there to yeah. see it. <laughs> so anyway, so um, I'm going to figure out a way to make it all work. Make it a lawn sculpture. Those there are you go. Pretty. There you go, yep. Well, you know, our kind of a graveyard is in the center of our circle of our driveway. So I'm thinking of mounting in a, the angel on something. And so that'll overlook. The, everybody and then do something you know oh, like sweet. With, for for jake but anyway so yeah so it it was very busy weekend did the parade yesterday morning um and the parade went well nobody died <laughs> that's always good <laughs> no paws were burnt and yeah no pa- no this one gal i was really happy i went around the other side she had this little like palm mix mm-hmm. and i'm like and you know tongue was like you know and, and we're not even we had just started like a quarter of the parade. Okay, they still got a mile left, right? And I come around and I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, dog in the car. They got tiny little feet too. Oh, it's like I you're know walking and a mile, just, he's walking three. Yeah, she yeah, that's about it too. And anyway, so she just kinda looked at me like, Okay, lady. <laughs> I said, Yeah, no they don't argue me. I got my parade voice going and people don't argue. With I wouldn't me. argue with you if you yeah, were yelling yeah, at me. Yeah. Well, I didn't yell. I politely said, <laughs> "Yes, you know, you don't want to make anybody feel bad, but I just got ah, 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 no dogs on the pavement. You can hold, well, hold them, dog you can carry worse. them, you can do whatever, you know, so. And then there's a couple that showed up that, okay, the dog's going to be on the whatever, yep, can't walk the dog in the parade. Okay. And everybody was mindful this year. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Last year I had three dogs. Well, this year I only had one, technically. And then last year there's three, four, five dogs that I had to say, ah, in something or on the on the grass, and uh, then the one that went on the grass, you know, got down about a block away from me, came back out on the road. So I said, "Yeah." So I called up uh, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, he helps with the parade too. He's a fantastic worker. I called Jimmy. I said, "Yeah, we got a problem. There, go past me. Go down about a block. There's a guy that just put the dog back on the road." And so I said, "You tell him to get on that grass, or somebody will come and pick him up." <laughs> And so it worked. But anyway, so it is what it is. And which reminds me again, people, 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 people. 
Uh, don't bring dogs to events. Went back to Good Neighbor Days because we had, it was kind of a bust. We were, had 50s music playing. It was great music. But anyway, and so the, uh, what do I do? I look around and there's about five, six dogs, you know, laying on the hot tar, tongue down to the ground. And it's just like, people, events for humans, you humans go. Leave your dogs at home. I don't care if you work all week and you got time for the weekend for the dog. You know what? Take time to, at your event. Come home earlier and we'll play with your dog when you get home. Do not bring your dog to events. These poor dogs, it looks on their faces is like, and why the hell am I here? <laughs> Can I go yeah, home? <laughs> yes. You know, and it's kind of like two-legged kids too. You know, some of the shorter ones, you know, they do good in the rides and that, and then they get their little, you know, snow cone or whatever type of thing. And in about two hours max, they're like, okay, we're, we're done. You know, and there's major meltdowns going on. And it's just like, people, why don't you, you just, you got to, you know, just like if you want to bring your dog, fine. One hour, that's it. Then you bring him back home. Hi there. <laughs> oh, lost the phone. But anyway, and so, um, uh, yes, I, I don't get the mentality of people bringing dogs to events like that where they have to, there again, I'll say it again, they have to nav- navigate kids, strollers, people's feet, uh, whatever's going on around them, all the smells, all the sounds. And, and I, I don't, you think your dog's happy? No. You, you, if you just look at them, you can tell by their demeanor. It's like, I need exit stage left. But anyway, so now, okay, off the soapbox, soapbox. So today's the last day for Good Neighbor Days. It's one of, you know, I belong to the Hugo Alliance. You notice my t-shirt, Hugo Alliance. <laughs> and anyway, as so then I do the MC at the, uh, you know, present the Good Neighbor Award and thank the sponsors and all that kind of stuff. Everybody likes me doing it because it's like I talk so fast. It goes by real fast. <laughs> <laughs> but it also happens is that, um, you know, some, some people get a little more winded than others. And all of a sudden, what's supposed to be like maybe a, 20 minute thing turns into like oh 50 minutes oh yeah somebody's like can we just move it along so not with me i do a short and sweet here hi happy birthday (laughs) (laughs) and away we go so already how was your week um my week is pretty good i actually spent the weekend around a lot of dogs which is really fun uh because i i went to delafield wisconsin to visit my grandma oh cool and she's she's got a little it's it's funny because it's like stanley who's like essentially a a colt he's a baby horse okay he's he's just clombers around and then he's with a cockapoo who's like pippy you've met pippy yep and watching the two of them play is just they they will run and wrestle forever they're each other's best friend cool so that was really fun to be around just uh watching watching everyone have fun and the four leggers are really tired that evening right Oh yeah, but I just I don't even think that they have a limit. They're uh-huh. I mean Stanley's like a full blown teenager at this point. Uh-huh. And I guess Pippi's in that phase too, so they'll cool. they'll run each other ragged. It's so go. funny watching them play. And that's where humans gotta step in, okay. we gotta sit down, take a little nap. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Take, oh, yeah. Uh, take a little nap. You know, we yeah, we can go, but you just you just gotta rest for a little bit. <laughs> so my mom gotta essentially rest. has to sit on Stanley for two hours <laughs> in no. the living room. Remember, just... remember the invisible dog? You know, mm-hmm. hook the leash on, sit on the leash and ignore the dog. The dog will calm themselves down. So Yes. But yeah, they will learn they'll learn it. So so hopefully, like I say, you got some questions for me. And then um uh, this is the only event well I got stomp out suicide. I do stomp out suicide. Uh that's uh August 
Go to stompoutsuicide.com, I think yeah. it is, and you'll have to find out. But I, yeah, I'm doing that. Nutrisource provides the banners, Stomp Out Suicide, and then I give out free samples. So that's in August. It's either August 9, I think, or something like that. Uh, maybe it's the 12th. I don't. It's up in uh, North Branch is where it's at. 19th, North, August 19th. 19th. Okay, see, I had a 9. I was close. Yeah. <laughs> Not North Branch. It's Wyoming. Sorry about that. It's in Wyoming, and it, uh, but anyway, so yeah, th- to keep that in there, everybody that has listened to the show for a while know I lost my brother to uh, suicide in 2012, and so I've become a part of that kind of network, and it really is healthy. There's so many people leaving by suicide, and uh, the thing is, is that, I remember all those mental deals, and so uh, you can't condemn them. There, there was something that they needed to leave. So when you go to the Stomp Out Suicide, what's really nice, everybody's there for the same reason, and you can um, listen to each other's stories, and even if you see the same people and you say the same story, it's just good to talk about it is what it is. So, so hopefully you can make August 19th, Stomp Out Suicide, up in Wyoming, and if you can't make it, you can always go canvashealth.com or something like that org. Uh, they, they now took it over, the mom and dad that started it. Uh, Sean and I can't remember his wife's name. Uh, they lost their daughter by suicide, and uh, so they started out stomp out suicide, but it got a little bit too big, and they just turned it over to keep it going. So anyway, so that's all kind of that's all fun stuff. So hopefully, uh, you're. But what I was going to bring say is that okay, now this is a big weekend because it takes a lot of energy and blah 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 blah, and that now the rest of the summer is like cool maybe now i can go visit some people you know like my girlfriend's canoe cabin and my girlfriend up in bacchus i can go up and see her and i can go a little bit visiting so anyway okay so uh we're at here all right so give a holler 651-641-1071 651-641-1071 what is a scarecrow's favorite fruit what is a scarecrow's favorite fruit this is the Katie Canine Show. Here every Sunday, noon to two. Yep, I always say it. I'm your nooner for, on Sundays. So, hey, if you want to listen to po- past podcasts of all the shows, go to mytalk1071.com and go to the page because Ellie put some really cool stuff on my page. So you'll be able to do a lot of laughing and, as well as listening to, to the past shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, hey, we got open lines. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Call me with your cat or dog question. What is a scarecrow's favorite fruit? Mm, pumpkin isn't fruit. No. Apples? No. What? Strawberries. 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 <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Uh, so we got talking about, we talked about events. Don't bring your dogs to the events. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then, um, uh, I know it's, I, you, I, it's just so important that I need to keep it in people's heads, is that when you rev a dog up, you want to go for a walk? I'll go for a walk. I want to go for a car ride? You know, the dog gets all ditzy, ditzy, and crazy, crazy, and, you know, he wants to bolt out the door. He wants to jump into the car, and then he's all over the car. He's jumping all over the car and everything else. And then in your head, you're going, God, just knock it off. Just settle down. But you started it. <laughs> you wound him up. And so what you got to remember to do is you've got to be what you want your dog to be. 
Okay, first of all, when you're going to go outside, don't rev them up like, you want to go for a walk? You want to go play ball? Don't get them all antsy in the pansies. If you want to, that's up to you, okay? But then don't belittle the dog and start screaming and yelling at the dog because he's jumpy, jumpy, mouthy, mouthy, being goofy, goofy, mm. all right? Mm. And so the thing is, is that a proper way is like, first, we're going to leave the house, okay? So you always want to make the dog wait, Okay, I when I'm first teaching the word wait, I'm not too concerned if they sit. I just am drawing a line in the sand, which is AKA the doorway. <laughs> so I'm going to tell them wait. I have them on a leash and a collar. Okay, I'm going to step through. If the dog comes with me, I, tries to come past me, I, I back up and give them a pop on the leash. Uh uh-uh, uh, wrong. Wait. You want to teach words and what they mean. So then I'm going to walk for uh, sideways out the door. You don't want to ever turn your back to the dog because then the dogs are opportunists. You're like, you're not paying attention. Bye. So you're going to say, wait, you're going to step through the door. And here, if the dog starts to come towards you, remember you're stepping sideways. So just extend your arm in towards the, through the doorway and bump the leash backwards to his, towards his tail. Don't bump up. That sits the dog bump backwards towards your tail. And what you're going to do is give him a growl. Ah, wrong. Then say, wait again. And you know, I like teaching hand signals because uh, in case your dog ever goes deaf, you can still get what you need from the dog. Okay, so my signal, signals are 99% with all your right hand. And a signal is you fold all your fingers of your right hand together. And so you got to point your finger. And don't point it at the dog. It's a side profile. You're, they should see your 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 uh, pointer finger laying sideways. And all hand signals are at least a hand's length away from the do- dog's uh, nose. Because you never want to touch a dog with a hand signal. So you're going to say, wait. Okay, step out sideways through the door. Okay, the dog tries to come through, step, no have to come all the way back in, just step forward and bump him back. Now, if the dog gets through the doorway, then the dog just won that one and you lost. So then you turn around and make him wait as you're going back inside again. Okay, as I'm pretty soon, all I have to do is say, wait, the dog says, wait, you're sideways out. And then when you see the dog relaxed, like, may I go with, then you just calmly say, let's go. Don't say come. Come means come to me. Let's go means let's us go in the same direction together. All right. And so, and then you should have a walking word, heal or walk. Uh, you can say Sprecher die Deutsch. I don't care. But the whole thing is you got to have a walking word. You want to teach dogs words and what they mean. So now, you now when you're going to be going for a walk, you have not told the dog, oh, we're going for a walk. Let's go for a walk. Yay, 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 yay. Okay. But you were just going to calmly hook the leash on. Don't say anything. Get up to the door. Wait. Point your finger sideways. Okay. Then sidestep through the door. If the dog tries to come with, nope. Extend in. Ah, wrong. Okay. Then wait and then go through the door. Okay. So then when the dog is either standing or if he sits, I don't care. The main thing is I'm drawing that line in the sand. Okay. Wait. So now now I'm just relaxed and he relaxes and just kind of like then looks up at me and you can see he's calm. Now slowly step away and just say, let's go. And then turn around and shut your door. Okay. Hmm. And you should be able to do that. You can practice like going in and out of the bathroom, going in and out of the bedroom, you know, whatever. And so if you're really methodical with this, every time you get to go start going towards the door, you're going to see him back up because you know he's honoring you as leaders of the pack goes through the doorway first. Those are dogs that, you know, run past the owner and nah, 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 and, the, and the owners are in towed. Uh, guess who's leading the pack? The dog. 
I don't care if it's a two-pound dog or a hundred-pound dog. Okay, the whole thing is the dogs are to look to us for direction, not just see an open door and fly through it. And by teaching weight at the door too, especially little dogs, they want to, when people come over, they try to squeeze through the legs to be free. Okay, <laughs> and big dogs try to plow over the top of everybody as oh, yeah. they're coming in. And so now what you're teaching the dog is to have manners at the door. You know, when people say their dogs are spoiled, it's like I don't care if they're spoiled. They get every toy known to man or whatever beating T-bone steaks, but what I'm after more is that the dog has manners where he's respectful of your space, other people's face and space, and so that he's calm, you know, exudes calmness and manners, not just be the wah factor, okay? <laughs> so now it's also then the next thing which we're going to do with the weight. Hey, you got a question? We got open lines. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Dog or cat questions? Call them in. Don't call me with the iguana questions because I don't know anything about iguanas. No, we could take some leopard geckos, though. I could maybe kill oh, some. Okay, there you go. We've got a leopard gecko. She can help you out with that. Iguanas Ellie are too can. much for me. Oh, yeah. My my one girlfriend had one. Man, that sucker was they big. They get big. Big. Oh, man. And you know, you know what the worst thing was? The first time I met this thing, we're sitting on the couch, you know, and we're talking and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, the the person at the house that we were over just looks above my head, and I just and then did it again. I'm like, what the heck are you? And it went like, I'm like, Oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. There's a dragon. <laughs> it's a whole on the curtain rod up top. And if it's it's probably at least I'd say maybe four feet long from nose to tail. It was the biggest thing that I ever seen. It was crazy. Yeah, they're dragons. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it was just crazy. But um so anyway, so now where you also gonna use this word wait is now we're going for a car ride. Okay, before you open the door, you're going to say, wait, you're going to open the car door. Now, remember, you're going to have a collar and a leash on, okay, so you can give a correction. Don't hold the dog. Give it a pop. Ah, get the growl in there. Ah, wrong. Ah. Okay, wait. Go to open the car door. And the dog should remain either standing or sitting, okay? And then um, when you're ready, you're going to calmly go, okay, in or car or hup. So you're being calm entering the car. So don't put the dog in the car when he's like in the wah factor because then he's going to be in the wah factor in the car. All right. All right. Now, this is a big one. Now, when you're ready to take the dog out of the car, you're going to, before you open the door, you're going to say, wait. All right. You're going to slowly open the door. And if he moves forward, slam the door and go wrong. Okay. Now you're going to say, wait again. And don't keep saying, wait, wait, wait. You only say it once, wait. And then now you go to open the car door. He leans forward like he's going to come out, slam the door, go wrong. So what you're after is that when you say, wait, and you open the door, he's calmly sitting there. And just wait. And then maybe now hook your leash on. And if he tries to come forward, ah, 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 push him back, wrong. Wait. All right? Anytime you give a correction, then you can say, wait again. But otherwise, you just say it once. All right? So now what's going to happen is now when the dog is calm, you're just going to call me and say, let's go. The dog jumps out of the car, and you turn around, you shut the door, and away we go. Same Now, people with hash, hatchbacks, I get the biggest bang out of those. And because the thing is, is that the minute they hear that click, the, the, dog's, if the dog is free in the back, you can see the dog dip his head like it's going to open, it's going to open, and slowly the door opens, and you can see him get lower and lower, just kind of waiting, just a big enough space that he can slide through. Right. And so then what you're going to do is give him the growl. Ah, ah, wrong. Wait. Ah, 
wait. And what she should do is practice this at home where you're, you don't know, have the collar on and the leash on. And so that, you know, if he tries to slide by, you've got something to quick grab with the leash and such like that. Maybe put a long line on so that he doesn't, you know, so you want to be prepared. So no matter what happens, you've got control of the situation. So, but what you want to do before you, you click the, um, the hatchback open, ah, wait. Okay, and then now as it's coming over, if the dog looks like, you know, he's got, he might, you can watch his shoulder. If it's shifting it, he's ready to bolt out. So, ah, 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 wrong. Wait. Right? So then the, now the hatchback is all the way up. Now you're going to say, just be calm. If you have to put the leash on, you put the leash on. And then when you're ready, just kind of move back and just say, let's go. But be calm. Don't rev the dog up. Okay, unless you want it. Yeah, I'm just saying I like a dog with manners. That's looking to me for direction, not looking past me or over me or around me. He's looking like, okay, now what are we going to do as a team? So that's what you want to do. Start manners at the door, manners in and out of the car, and that manners will start spilling over places. Wait for your dog to be calm. All right. And just it, it, at first, it seems like you're waiting a long time, but you really don't. What do frogs wear on their feet? What do frogs wear on their feet? We'll be back. Summer training is now in session at the YMCA with free fitness assessments from certified personal trainers to prep you for adventures like that three-hour group kayak tour you signed up for. Guys, hey, wait up. Join the Y today and boost your summer stamina. I can't feel my arms. It's getting dark. Join at ymcanorth.org. Get help, Mr. Loon. Get help. All righty then. We got to get to the, We got callers on the line. What kind of food do... Well, wait a minute. What what do frogs wear on their feet? Technically, this should be worded a little different, but okay. What do you think? Flippers? Oh, see, that'd be good. See, that'd be a good one for frogs. Okay, the answer to what do frogs wear on their feet? Open-toed... Open toed sandals, open toe, <laughs> open toed sandals. So really, I think yours is better. Flippers, you know, because your feet are kind of webby, you know, type thing. Yeah. So anyway, I but, feel like if they actually wore human shoes, they'd choose Crocs. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense to me. Oh, that's a good one, dude. Yeah. Crocs. Oh, that's good. Okay, who's up to bat? So first up, we have Cindy, who wants to get her poodle on a poop schedule. Ah, uh, poodle on a poop schedule. Good job. Hi, Cindy. Hello. Oh, are you there? I heard something. Cindy, can we hear you? Hello. Okay, put Cindy on hold. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> Who's up? Well, so next up we have Alan, who wants to know why his cat keeps licking his hair. All right. Hi, Alan. How you doing? Hey, guys. Doing good. Good, good. How old's your cat? Uh, she's about three years old. Okay, what kind of cat is she? Uh, long-haired, short-haired? Short-haired. Okay. Point Siamese. Oh, Siamese. Oh, I love Siamese. Talk a lot, don't they? Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> and, the, like and their that. voice usually isn't kind. It's rather demanding. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, so what's going on? So usually in the mornings she'll be, like, when it's time to wake up, because we have a routine. Okay. Um, she'll be standing on my chest, and then she'll be gnawing at my face to, to get up. And oh, you bet. if I do fall back to sleep, then the next time I wake up, it'll be to her licking my hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been there. And, and I'm just wondering what, what that what does that mean? Like, she's grooming you, just like you know, cats groom themselves. Okay, she you are her human. 
If he likes you, they'll lick your face, your nose. My Adeline loves to lick my nose and drives me nuts. But anyway, and then every once in a while, you know, she'll, you know, sit on my shoulder and then she start cleaning my hair. It's like, well, isn't that nice? <laughs> so no, she just kind of groomed me like they groom themselves. Okay, it's a, it's a, an endearment. The cat loves you. Oh, yes. So she's not over licking her coat, is she? No. Good. So. Good. Yeah, no, that's just a, uh, an endearment to you that she really cares for you. And, and uh, you know, cats are always cleaning themselves, right? I mean, you can just give them a bath and then, you know, or later they're cleaning themselves. You didn't do do a good enough job. So that's why, like I said, she just, your hair is your hair, like fur to her. You know, it's like, well, I'll help you out, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, thank you. You betcha. Have a great day. You guys too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Yeah, my Adeline. The worst thing is she goes after my earrings, you know, like, like hey, well, what's that thing in your ear? What's that thing in your ear? Leave it alone. It's like a fishing lure. Yes. It's like, God, uh, gravy. Oh, well. Okay, who's up? Well, we got Cindy back. Oh, Cindy back. Yay. Cindy, can we hear you okay? Oh, uh, yeah. Can oh, you hear me? Yep, there you are. There you are. Hi, Cindy. Oh. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, I have an 11-year-old toy poodle, very healthy. Okay. Um, eats well, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm kind of on a schedule where I'm, like, gone during the day, so I get up in the morning, maybe around, um, I take him out around 6.30 and he pees. Mm -hmm. But um, um, I, I would like to get him on a poop schedule so that he poops when I when I get home. So sometimes it's, I don't know, it's like, I don't know, maybe 2, 3 or something in the afternoon that he's pooping. Okay. And, uh but I would like it to be... You know, five, six o'clock. Is, is there such a thing? Well, let me ask you a question. Let's say uh -huh. I don't like your poop schedule. Can I get you to change it and do it the time I want it? No. Okay. When you no, ask for yeah, that, what would be nice would be nice. But the thing is, is that every dog processes what they eat different, just like humans, okay? And so okay. The, sometimes it has to do with the time that you feed and then what you feed. So the first thing is, how is your feeding schedule? What is it? Okay. So um, I have them on a rotating Nutrisource Good. Uh, diet, and then I give him some, you know, uh, what do you call it, natural foods or whatever. Okay. Um, and so, it, you know, eats well. So um, usually I feed him uh, when I get home at around maybe 5.36. Okay. Five, five, between 5 and 6. Okay, okay. And what about morning? Well, he doesn't eat in the morning. He mm -hmm. just eats one time at night. Okay. Um, I mean, he's just always done that. Okay, yep. Okay, so that would stand. So now in the morning, when you take him out to go potty, what's your schedule? What do you do? What, how do you do it? Do you take him out and stand with him and go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy? Yeah, I'll just say, okay, time to get up. And then we get up, and then he goes to the door, goes outside and pees and comes in, and then... Um, I tell him I'm going to work, and then he goes to his, you know, his kind of little room area. Okay. Okay. And then, yeah. Okay, because see, usually in in the morning you should get a piddle and a doo doo. Okay, and so the, uh -huh. and everybody, but because you feed one time a day, you don't feed in the morning. Yeah. Okay, so that's gonna 
put things in a different perspective. So the thing is, is that most people, when they when they give a morning uh, dinner and a, a, a dinner dinner, okay, a breakfast dinner, whatever. Okay, so then what happened? Let's say that usual rule of thumb for potty training when you're teaching a dog to go potty in the same spot and understand what potty is called. And potty is whether it's a piddle or a doo-doo. It's just you can't ask for one or two. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. hey, whatever they're going to give you, they give you. They understand to release, okay? So the thing is, is that you go to the potty spot and you want to be on... The dog should be on like a 15-foot line. You don't want to be standing over the top of them. And then what you do is you say, go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. When the dog goes, good potty, very nice, good potty. Maximum time for a dog to be uh, outside to go potty is two minutes. And so if they, after two minutes, there still hasn't been a doo-doo, this is the morning potty, okay? You bring them in, you feed them, and then wait five, ten minutes, and take them out. And usually when something goes in the front door, something comes out the back door. Right. Okay. So then you take him out a second time in the morning. Go potty. Go potty. And he'd go. And then here comes the doo doo. The first time there wasn't the doo doo. The second time there was. Okay. And so, but because you're feeding him one time a day. Okay. So it's going in in the evening, and that's what really surprises me. That if you're feeding about six o'clock, that it he's not. It's not coming through. On you know in the morning. You know doo doo out. But it, maybe if you gave him a second chance. You know, take him out. You know, oh, so, okay. so you bring him yeah, out. Me. You bring him out. You know, go potty, go potty. Okay, then he went potty. Okay, then he can come in, and then I don't know whether you're getting ready for you know to go to work. Okay, and then before you're all set to leave, give him one more chance to go outside to see if he he can go potty. Okay, otherwise it seems like he might be holding it from six o'clock the night before and give it to you about you know three o'clock, four o'clock in the afternoon. So we just don't, okay. we don't know. this Because usually, like I say, most people feed their dog twice a day. You know, a little bit in the morning at least. And then dogs that are, dogs that are heavy, you feed the bulk in the morning and, and very, very light dinner. And dogs that are just okay, they can have whatever. And then, and there are some dogs that'll just, you know, take a couple kibble in the morning, but they prefer to eat in the evening. So you just kind of learn to work with, you know, how they eat. All right. Okay. But so as far yeah, as like I, saying, I mean, I give him a treat in the morning. Okay. After, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to work, and then he goes. We walk to the door, and then he goes out, mm-hmm. and he pees, and then I I give him a treat. You mm-hmm. know where, you know. Well, when you um, go, when he goes potty, I mean, when, okay. First thing when you wake up in the morning, do you take him out to go potty? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. So then, um, okay. Now you're getting ready. You have you have you have your breakfast, and you're getting ready for work. Now, do you take him out again to go potty before you leave for the house? No. But now that I think about it, maybe he's pooping. You know, I, I'm on this, which kind of adds to it, and I realize that kind of a, a shift schedule type situation. Okay. So, um, okay. Yeah, because your hours change. Um, yes, when I'm off work. Okay. When I'm not working, then I revert back to. Okay. Okay. You know. Okay, because that's what you got to do. You got to try to try to keep it consistent as possible. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so, I mean, definitely his age, he could definitely hold it. All right, knowing where it's going to go. But the thing is, is that, yeah, but you have you tell him, go potty, go potty. This is potty, and this is where I need you to do it. But the worst thing that people do is they stand outside too long, and the dog dinks around and doesn't really 
release, release. And so it gets busy with this and busy with that. So the thing is, when you're taking a dog out to go potty, you take them out like on a 15-foot line so they can't leave and go snooping other places. They're only out there to go potty, and that's it. So two minutes is up. You bring them back in. Oh, okay. Okay, and then now if you want to go for a walk or go for a play, then you go out and go play or go for a walk. But you never go potty and then go to something. It's always potty outside, and then you bring them back in. That was very nice. And then now what are, what are we going to do? Right. But I would see like right before you go to work, before you go, invite him and give him one more chance. Take him out, go potty, go potty and see if he's got anything in there. Okay, and then, like I say, see if you could change it. At least get him to understand what it's called and where to hold it. Has he been having accidents? No. Oh, well, lucky you. Then why? No, (laughs) and his weight is, I mean, he's been a perfect. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, and I think a lot of it, he's adopting, well, which kind of makes sense, my schedule, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. my eating schedule, you mm-hmm. know, my, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Well, boy, uh, if you're not having accidents, I don't care what time he does his due to as long as not in my house. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. okay. But then, okay. like I say, if you want to, you can teach him what it's called and where it, where it goes, you know, so then now you know exactly what he's done, you know, type thing. So it's up to yourself. But if it ain't broke, other than the fact that you wanted his doo-doo's at three or four o'clock, okay, now we got to bring it back to the human world. Now, if I told you at four o'clock, I want a doo-doo, you best do that. <laughs> it ain't going to okay. work. You know, so you got to be fair with what you asked from the dog, okay? Okay, yeah. I, I was just thinking then I can see that he's gone. Yeah, know, but no, if he's not I, having accidents in the house, kiddo, then if it ain't broke, don't fix it. He's, yeah. he's learned okay. how to roll with your... make sure he's actually yeah. pooping. Yeah. But, okay. yeah, but he's learned to roll with your schedule, and that's huge, because most yeah, people, very, you know, the dog yeah. is gold potty all over the house because the schedule's wackadoodle, so that's where we got to organize the dog, teach him what it's called and where it goes. But it sounds like he has done very well with adapting to yeah. what you have done. It's just a question, it's not the time... You know, because you know when he goes, right? Because he goes in the same area, correct or not? Generally, yeah. And so, and then sometimes if I don't see it, I wonder if he's pooped. Okay. But then, uh, you know what? I'm going to just kind of be more aware of the whole. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. If he's, yeah. like I said, if he's not having accidents in the house, but yeah, teach him what it's called, where it goes, and I'll be right with the world. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. You might have a grand day. All right, there we go. Okay, a group of chickens is called a flock. What is a group of peacocks called? Hello, we're back. It occurred to me I didn't give you the what to choose from. (laughs) Oh, did I get choices? Yes, you got choices. Okay, a group of chickens is called a flock. And what is a group of peacocks called? Did you want to just shoot from the hip? I, I thought it was something like 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 lions have a pride. It's something to do with like ego. Oh, okay. Nope. Okay, these are the choices. Okay, right? let's hear it. Okay, muster, clutch, gaggle, herd. Gaggle is geese. I don't think that applies to peacocks. Uh clutch? No, that's eggs. Yep. Uh, what's left? <laughs> Must muster or herd? Muster? Interesting. It's called a muster, M-U-S-T-E-R. So chickens is a flock, peacocks are a muster, M-U-S-T-E-R. For whatever reason, I thought it was something like an ego of peacocks or like a beauty of peacocks or some Uh, weird word. uh, My Katie Riopel Facebook page, somebody posted uh, all colors of, because you always associate either the white peacock, you know, 
fanning or the blue peacock. Yeah. I didn't realize there were so many colored peacocks. And uh, it was unbelievable once they fanned out. And yeah, I put that on my, um, I didn't put it, I don't know why. Well, because it wouldn't post to my key. My great grandma kept peacocks. I love peacocks. Well, see, yes and no. The, the person down, the neighbor down the street's got a peacock. And I'll tell you, when that peacock says something, you swear he's in the tree right next to your deck. Those oh, they're suckers loud. are loud. <laughs> and it's not pretty to listen. As pretty a bird it is, I don't know why God <laughs> gave him such a <laughs> horrible. Yeah. It's kind of like the eagle, the bald eagle. You know, the sound they show portrayed the bald eagle makes is not the bald eagle. I think it's a red tailed hawk or something like that. When you hear oh, a that true super high piercing shrill, bald, yeah. Yeah. When you hear that bald eagle, and I think uh, Alexis and um, Jason addressed this at one time. What a true eagle, American eagle <laughs> sounds Jason like. Jason has a talent for bird calls. Yeah. And then. <laughs> Uh, then what you know what what's what they do and what they 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 uh, you know what I mean they sub <laughs> title yeah. the the yeah it's just funnier than heck I've so heard yeah, a lot a of muster. eagles they're, they're annoying yeah see I have not heard and we have quite a few around our place up there and um, I have not heard one yet talk you know what I mean say anything I haven't I, I only have hear them they give one big guttural call and they're like oh that's an eagle and then you hear a panicked seagull and then you hear nothing oh really mm-hmm. and I've oh, heard that a bunch of times I have times. not I have not that's unreal okay let's head towards the phone lines yeah so here we have Mary uh, who you've, you've met Levi is her puppy and she's Ew. looking for some recommendations alright hi there Mary Hi, Katie. How you doing? Nice to talk to you again. Oh, yes. I'm I'm sure you remember us with Levi because he's rambunctious <laughs> and fever. But anyway, um, he's been do he's been doing really good since we met with you, okay. and he's lost another three pounds. He's down oh, to ninety. Anyway, nice. long story short, um, there he was having some ear issues, and I you know he's got allergies, so I brought him into the vet, and he had a huge hot spot all on his face. It, it was. Very inflamed. Oh, I... um, and my question, I guess, is because I know retrievers are more prone to them, and I've had them in the past, but they've never had hot spots like this. Is there a way you can prevent that? Um, or, or I mean, I just want to be educated more, right. I guess, on hot spots because I, I don't think I remember you talking about them. And my second part of the question is I need to get him groomed, and I had meant to do that earlier because he's still not letting him brush him you know all oh, really? the time okay and you know you've met him so yep. I'm, I'm wondering if you have any recommendations on a groomer and i live close to you right that right. could handle him yeah because he'll bite you know and mm-hmm. he's a nice dog but he's still learning yeah so you know what you need to do first though because you, you know it's not up to the groomer to train your dog okay no okay no. and so that's what i would do if that if he's being too mouthy for you um until you get more control get him a muzzle and so you can put the muzzle on so you can do some grooming you know not a whole groom at one time maybe groom his ears or groom his paw or groom his butt I mean just a little at a time you know so that he gets used to the you don't have to be worried about being nipped all right and he mm-hmm. learns to be still that, that yeah ah, 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 just settle settle and then get the ear you know the top of the ear under the ear you know type thing oh that was good that was very good you know take the muzzle off yay 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 look at us get a treat and you know make it a happy thing all right so just a little here and a little there and so that you know eventually like i say you can go to the groomer now uh, i really like uh ma um ma and paws in force lake marie's the owner ma and paws 
Okay, they just opened a new uh, store, uh, whatever, grooming parlor, on 61, just north of the thrift store. And so they've got a really nice, talented staff up there. Okay? And so anyway, so that, but you have to start, you know, doing your due diligence at baby-stepping it so that, now, when you try to brush him, what does he do? Well, he's good with me brushing his back and his legs and his tail. Okay. It's under his tummy, and that's where he's getting all these knots. And when the vet, because I was worried he had a hot spot there. Okay. And he had said, you need to get him to a groomer right away because he's getting all these little knots now, yep. which I had planned on doing like a couple of weeks ago, but, right. you know, life happened. Right. So, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then when I was talking to him, he recommended somebody, and I said, but can this person handle Levi? Because I don't want the groomer to be right. hurt, and I don't want Levi to, you know, be traumatized. Right, and right. And I know he should have gotten in earlier, and it's my job. Uh, well, yeah, that's right. Okay. now i got to do something. Right, and so when I would start acclimating him to a muzzle, Okay, whereas like you, that idea. yeah, so where you yeah. can get either the Velcro muzzle. I like the cage muzzles myself. The dog can breathe better. They don't feel so restrictive. Okay, and you teach okay. it just like you're to teach a dog to wear a hat. You know, you put it on and just say steady, steady. Oh, that looks good. Very good. Take it off. Oh, yay! You did good. You did good. You know what I mean? So that like uh, there are uh, videos on. Uh, on the internet that shows you how to acclimate a dog to a muzzle. You just don't throw it on. You know, you, you take the baby steps to it, like wearing boots or wearing a hat or a uh, coat or anything, you know, that, that it's fun, that the dog accepts it more readily. And then pretty soon the dog will learn to just put his head in the muzzle and just say, hey, you know what he looks like, right? But he doesn't know what he looks like. Like, right. oh, I look ominous, don't I? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so that's what you just baby step. So you just get him used to the muzzle and, you, you know, just something fun. So that when you have to bring him in, because then, because if he nips once, that, that grooming parlor ain't taking you. So if you take the proactive, whereas you acclimate him and just it's a fun game to have the muzzle on, he wears it around the house a little bit here and a little bit there, you know, five minutes here, a minute there. And just, you know, like, hey, isn't this fun? And then pretty soon he could care less if he's got it on or not, you know. Yeah. Like you, you put it on, put the leash on or the collar on, and just take it for a walk through the house, then stop, and then take it off. Oh, that was good, that was good. Because the biggest thing is they want to paw it off, okay? But till they right. get used to it, just like wearing a hat or boots. They want to paw, paw it off or take it off. And so now, like I say, just you'll you'll know how to do that by. But like I said, there's tutorials and stuff like that online as far as how to acclimate you. But it basically, it's just making it a fun game. You have him on a leash uh, on his collar and bring them out the muzzle. Oh, look at this is the muzzle. What do you think? Let him sniff it, sniff it, sniff it, sniff it. Give him a treat. Oh, yay! That was good. That was good. Very tiny piece of treat. Okay, but you want this just to be. Oh, this is a fun in games. It's almost like a trick. You're teaching him a trick to wear a muzzle. And so then, like I say, so he's happy about it. You're happy about it. It, but yet you still have you have the control of the situation okay 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 now like as far as what's going on with hot spots okay <laughs> first of all when uh, the ear problems was it um uh, yeast infections nope his ears were clean and good okay it was all along the side of his face okay because i would add some apple cider vinegar to his diet um, put, mix it with a little bit of canned pumpkin or plain yogurt for his size okay. yeah you could go up to a tablespoon um like a couple times a week Okay, and then as far as the hotspot, a lot of times that has to do with the food, and sometimes it has to do with uh, energy level, stress level. You know, if he's overstressed about something, they can happen, but sometimes it can happen with the food. So what food are you feeding? Well, I have him, I don't know if you remember, but I have him on a raw food diet. Oh, that's right, that's right. Which he's doing great, and then I had added, I know we had talked where he didn't need kibble, but I 
added a little bit of kibble that I had left over. Uh-huh. And I don't know, is that possible that he had an allergic reaction that caused the hot spot? Well, it could have triggered. Yeah, it could have triggered. If he was doing fine and it, it came in at the same time, it definitely yeah. could have triggered, you know, that. Whereas his body is taking the good, like, lobster, and then all of a sudden here comes some, you know, like, low, you know what I mean? It, it's not as good, so. Okay, okay so, yeah, okay. so that's a... Can you get hot spots from him from a dog being in the lake? That's it depends on the okay. Watch hold on to that thought. We'll talk about that when we okay. get back. Okay. okay, thank you. Okay, you betcha. Okay, it is estimated that one acre of woodland spiders can eat more than how many pounds of insects per year? Eight, eighteen, eighty, or eight thousand insects. 